0: Beautiful, so I've got some fire here with some dragon essence in it to call in the the fire element and to call in the dragons. So here we are, International Dragon Thunder Summit and I'm with a beautiful lady here and I'm just going to talk about her a little bit. So she's a a cosmic weaver, a world bridger, which is beautiful, visionary artist, and creator of the Dragon Guardians of Truth Oracle Deck, which sounds quite amazing. So, who are you?
1: Well, first of all, I'll say thank you for inviting me. It's an honor. I am Gayatri. I live in India. Um, So, my journey started, uh, my spiritual awakening started way back in '95, which was not the best time, I'll say, because there was not too many people who were waking up at that time and it was um, it was it was very strange for me because i had never had experiences which were like from the other world from the other side and every day was a new revelation every day was something new coming up from the other side there was like all these beings of light there was extraterrestrials dragons had not come until then but there was all the all the galactic beings that that were connecting with me and I was going through a very rough time in my life at that time and I guess that's the reason I I woke up because that's usually something that wakes you up it's like okay get up now it's time to change so I had all these galactic experiences with ETs and, and they would tell me things of who I am and what I have to do. And none of it made sense to me because I I had no idea what they were talking about at that time. I said, I have no clue, whatever it is that you're saying. Okay. If you're saying this is what it is, then I guess, but my life right now is where I am right now. None of it makes sense, but okay. You're welcome. Thank you for the messages. Thank you for the information. And it was it was very instrumental because I had a very, very intense experience in, in a dream state. So I had started lucid dreaming and I was rescuing children and rescuing people, you know, like crossing them over. And I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just doing it. I just somehow knew how to do it. And one of the times I had a lucid dream where I had a direct initiation where this galactic being walks up to me and she, it was a female energy and she put her hand on my head and she put this code in my, in my head. I could see it. She came from the side, put this code in my head and said, here, this is what you have to do. So I was like, okay, I can see what it is, but it doesn't make sense to me. And Right now, I really don't know what to make out of it. So that was done. And then she was gone and life continued. Everything was falling apart. And at the same time, everything was coming to me from the other side of what needs to be, you know, like unfolding for what my life was going to be like. But I I could not make sense of it then. So this code made sense to me. It was given to me in 1998. And it finally, I understood the meaning of it in 2012. And you see, this is when they explained to me. So this is like bringing information from the higher dimensions and um, anchoring it into the planet and then sharing the information through the different stargates. So that's my work. I am a channel. I didn't know what that was, but now I do. So I bring in information and then I have to ground it into the land and connect it, connect that information, connect the codes, connect the energy into different stargates on the planet and off planet as well. So it's like that's that is why the word the world bridger. So it's like my work is to bridge, make like energetic connections between all different worlds and um, life continued i somehow managed to get out of my my dark darkness and started doing my healing work and when i when i got the confidence to do it i had another initiation which was sometime early in 2000 2000 somewhere i don't remember now where this another galactic being came. And by then I had done a few modalities. Um, I started with Reiki and then uh, there was like this Kelantic science and crystal healing and a few other things, which I just learned the basics. But somehow I just didn't want to do any of it anymore. And that's when this being came to me and gave me this ball of like golden liquid light in my hands and said, here, this is yours, use it. So, I, um, I, being a human, I, ha- I question everything. I asked them who they are. And they said, Well, we are part of your family. We are part of your galactic uh, you know, team on Earth. And this is, your, this is the energy that you work with. So I said, OK, uh, what do I call it? Because if I'm using it for people, they want to know what I'm doing. And I got a very strict answer from them at that time. They said, what is wrong with you human beings? Why is it that you want to label everything? And you don't need a label. Just use it and see what happens. And then just go with it. Call it whatever you like. We don't care. Just use it. So I was like, okay. Sorry for asking the wrong questions. but And then I started using the energy, you know, like with people. And I had instant results. I was amazed. I said, what did I do it? Or what happened here? Because, you know, it was like instant. Whatever was done was done. And, and, and people actually came back to me and said, you've changed my life. And I said, I didn't know I was capable of doing it. It's obviously not me. It's whatever. It's the energy that's doing it for you. So anyways, life went on. Things improved. I, I started, you know, getting more confidence in what I had to do. And things, you know, started coming back slowly. My my life started, you know,
0: rearranging
1: and and getting back to what I needed to do. And then in 2018, um, I was clearing my land and creating and and the house. So I I did a meditation. I cleared the land. I cleared the house and, and set up new energetic boundaries. And once I was done, I said, "Okay, this is done now. I I got up and I went to the other room and I had this some some energy was following me. So I was a bit skeptical. I said, I hope I have not done something wrong there. I, I don't see it, but it's it was stronger than the energies that I've dealt with earlier. So I tapped into the energy and I said, who are you? Um, If I've done something wrong, please tell me. Can I maybe send you back or or why are you following me everywhere? And that's when they said we are the dragons. And I had never had experience with dragons before. In fact, I had heard people, a few healers talking of dragons, but somehow I, I I didn't pay much attention to it earlier. I was like okay dragons people work with them and they said we are here to work with you we've been waiting for you and we've been waiting for you you were specifically put on this land so that one fine day we can start working together so I said okay what what work can I do with you and they said well that's when they started explaining to me that they are connected to the ley lines that's the reason the ley lines are known as the dragon lines they said we are Gatekeepers. We um, every country, every city, every land has a dragon that protects the land and takes care of it. So they said, um, "We we will work with you when you do your grid work. We will work with you when you when you do your clearings for human beings. Whatever you do, we will be there." So I said, "I want to see." And they said, that's not possible, but if you do want to see us, you have to start painting. And I had never painted before. I didn't know how to paint. You know, in, in school, we do a bit of whatever we learn, a bit of painting here and there. And I said, I, I don't know how to paint. You must be joking. If you think I, I can paint you. And they said, no, you can paint. Just if you have to see us, that's, that's the deal. You start painting, you'll see us. So I got a few paints and I was sitting there thinking, you know, what do I paint now? Because it's not something that I'm just, you know, bringing on the paper, looking at something. So I, I was sitting there and I said, OK, you said I have to paint. Well, what do I do now? I was just prompted to pick up the pencil and I, I took it to the first paper on that book. And my hand just automatically made a figure. And I was like, okay, that's good. That's good. You don't look like a dragon, maybe more like a bird. But if that's what you look like, then okay. So I was happy I could see the dragon that, that was following me. I, that's what I thought. So when I started painting it, I, I started getting like light language, like codes. And it didn't make sense to me, but I just, I just made the whole painting not knowing what I was getting into, because once I had done the first painting, I was flooded with dragons. There was dragons all around me. My whole house was full of dragons. And they said, paint me, me first. You have to paint me, you have to paint me, you have to paint me. And I was totally overwhelmed with that energy. I said, oh God, what's going on here? So I said, wait, 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 wait. You have to back off. I, I cannot function at your your pace. It's not possible for me to paint all of you together, so we have to figure out a way of how how I'm going to do it. So they backed off. And then, after that, for about eight, nine, maybe ten months, i I, I have I lost track of time. I was in a trance every single day, I was making a painting. And they would show up on the paper. Uh, Some of them would show up, you know, like when I was meditating with some crystals and a very interesting um, experience was when one of my friends on Facebook posted one of her Andara crystals. I was just looking at her painting, uh, uh, at the photos there. And I, uh, you know, I, I closed it after some time, you know, there was quite a few of them. I saw five, six of them and I just shut it. I said, you know, you get lost if you're on Facebook, I have too much to do right now. So I, as soon as I shut the post, they were, uh, they, they like, you know, like how children get, no, 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 not now, not now, open it again, open it now. And I said, well, I've seen, I've seen them. I've seen, there was like regular Andara's, And they said, no, 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 you have to open the post again. So I said, okay, I opened the post again. And the last two Andaras was the most amazing Andaras I've seen. There was one huge orange um, Andara with one dragon, you know, like a face of a dragon, one dragon, a huge dragon sitting in it. I saw that and I was like, oh, how could I have missed this? And then when I got to the second one, there was like this, again, a yellow andara with two dragons in it, a male and a female sitting on top of each other. And as soon as I opened that one, they said, you have to paint us. And I said, okay, now, and now you're getting a bit too much because I can paint you the way we are showing up, but that's because that's not me doing it you're making me do it how am I supposed to copy it there from from there to here and they said no 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 you have to paint us now so sometimes they can get like really pushy and they can push you around and you have to know I somehow knew that I'm not going to let you push me around just hang on let me let me you know figure out how i can do this maybe i'll try and sketch you but i'm not going to start painting you now maybe tomorrow so they said okay at least sketch it i made the sketch i somehow managed to get at least i think i'll say 50% of what there was in in that andara and once i did that i had like this energy that that came into me and it just went. It just merged into me, and that was a, a very different experience I had while painting it. So all the time when I was painting them, they would talk to me. They would give me information. So Merlin came through, and I made a painting with Merlin and and one of the dragons that that he was he came with. So he he gave me a lot of information of what is going to happen next. You know, it's like. So he, he, he made me walk with him in this forest and he was telling me there's going to be a lot of chaos and there's going to be a lot of people leaving the planet and we have to be focused on our, our journey. We have to be focused on what we have to do. And our main job here, the people who are connecting to the dragons is to um, anchor the codes. So a lot of uh, the paintings uh, are with eggs, which have um, the codes in it. So the, the ones with the eggs are not the painting, not, they don't have like fetuses in it. They don't have the baby dragons in it. They have um, the new earth codes in them. And they showed me how to pick up the codes from the painting. And because we we are the channels. so we take the codes and we we um, seed them into the planet. So. They are here to work with us. This is one of my dragons, and she's with me all the time and so the code here is um, she assists me with crossing souls over. so this code is uh, not one of the new Earth codes. This code is like key a key to open the passage on the other side and um. There are a few codes um, like this one. So this is the mother of dragons and these eggs have the codes. These are the new earth codes. So they said, we will be guiding you and all the people that need to connect with these paintings, with these um, codes will be the ones who will be anchoring the codes to seed the new planet. So, okay, my journey was going on. Nine months, I was in a trance painting, happily painting. I didn't know why I was painting them. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I just painted a lot. And I had like three or four books uh, with all the paintings. And then it stopped. And when it stopped, I was lost because I was like, what happened? You know, (laughs) where have you gone? Why am I not painting anymore? Uh, it was it was such a heightened experience for all those months that I had lost track of time. I had lost track of everything around me. And after a few days, I, I, I thought maybe, you know, I'm getting a, to rest here for a bit and maybe they'll come back. So they said, I have to bring the work forward as the paintings are frequency encoded. And they have codes, specific codes, and which people have to connect to. And some of the codes will wake them up to the dragon energy. Some of the codes will just um, be like a catalyst to their spiritual awakening, or which whatever one needs based on what one needs at that time. And they said you have to bring it forward now for everyone else to connect with us because now from from 2019 onwards there's going to be like masses and masses and huge groups of people who will wake up to the dragon energy and start working with it so because it was going to get very intense after that and this was in 2019 so I said okay then the a few. I was posting my, my paintings and the experiences on Facebook. So a few people suggested that I should, you know, make Oracle cards. That's the best way, I thought, you know, because a book didn't make sense to me. So I contacted one or two people and it was strange because people don't really understand dragons they have a lot of misinformation about dragons that they are evil that they are not good beings and you know you have to slay the dragons and all of that so it it was funny because when i i contacted this person to to make my cards he asked me what i had to show him the paintings and i had to show him what i wanted to do and he asked me about them and i didn't realize I, I spoke the truth you know i said this is what it is and this is what what the dragon energy is all about the man refused to pick up my calls he he vanished <laughs> he just left the scene and i kept chasing him for a month and he wouldn't take my calls he wouldn't meet me so i said okay just scan it let's let it be maybe i look for someone else anyways i got them printed and when they were ready lockdown happened so i had all my cards but everything was shut and i said oh this is what you were talking of that it's going to get very intense from year on and we need to be out there so i said well this is what has happened now what do we do and they said don't worry you have to do a little more so once i had all my cards um all all the decks and to make the prints you have to f- make like a hundred prints altogether or else, you know, they don't print any less than that. So I had like these hundred decks sitting in my house. They said, now you have to do a ceremony around us and you have to activate the deck. We are there, the frequency is there, the codes are there, but they need to be activated. So once they're activated and it goes to the person, the minute you hold the cards, the minute you hold the box, you receive an activation and you're just ready to work with it. It just flows through you. So you really don't need to wonder how I'm going to use it and what's going to happen. And they were very specific, but I still made the a small booklet. They said, do not make a booklet. Do not write messages. Do not get into what everyone else has been doing. Because human, uh, you human beings have become very lazy. They said you don't want to use your spiritual gifts. You don't want to use your intuition. You don't want to trust the power that you have. And it's time now for you to wake up to all of that. So the cards speak to you. the The minute you open a card, it starts speaking to you, and you know what message you need to give. So these are not just for messages. These are not just To guide people, these are like activation codes. They are to work with healers and specifically uh, people who need to connect to the dragon energy now, who is ready to connect to the dragon energy now. And as we all know, the dragon energy is not for the faint hearted, it is for the brave souls who need to be out there and just do the work. So, anyways, I did make a booklet because I said, you know, people just just so that you know what it is, that's all. So my cards are not just um, cards that you read for, for messages and, you know, guidance on life and things. It's like you can journey with them. You can, uh, they're, they're like healing tools, like anything else that we use. So I activated the deck and the ceremony was done in the evening. And then that night when I went to sleep, I had the most sound sleep I've had in, in years. But when I woke up, there was another experience there, which I had not, never imagined. So the minute I woke up, I was going through labor. I, I was actually going through physical contractions. I couldn't get up from the bed for about 20 minutes And I know what the contractions are because I have a son. So I know what the labor pain is. And I was stunned because I said, this is exactly what I had gone through when I was giving birth to my son. What's going on here? So I tapped into the pain actually. And what I got was it was a a healing for me to overcome and to release the trauma and the pain that I had gone through when I had delivered my son. So I was like, okay, this this is good. This is working well for me, but does it ever stop? And after about 20 minutes, I think it stopped. I got down from the bed and I said, now can you tell me exactly what happened here? So they said, you've given birth to 48 dragons and you're the mother of dragons. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a huge surprise again. <laughs> so I was like, okay, good. Now what do we do? We're in lockdown. Now there's no way the cards are going to go. And by then people had seen my paintings and, and they were ready to order. So I, I posted that the cards are ready. And even during the lockdown, I got orders. And a few times when, you know, things were open, my cards were going and the first hundred decks were gone within two months, two and a half months. They were all gone. And I was like, "Okay, so my work is done. I'm free. Now, what do I do? I'm not painting anymore and I'm lost. (laughs) I don't feel the same. I'm not the same person anymore. Had shifted like in a huge way. Um, I was very clear and very focused. But what do I do? Where do I go? I was a bit lost. And then after a few days, after I had rested, a um, few other dragons came through. And those were, again, very, very intense um, experiences for me. Um, as I was those were like my for my personal clearing my personal healing I one of the paintings that I made was this water dragon uh, under the under the water so I made the face of the dragon and when I was painting the forehead of the dragon it was it was almost like you know that It was a portal. I didn't realize what what was coming through. So while I was making it, you know, it's like, okay, I'm making something here. I don't know what it is. I didn't realize that I had made a portal in in the center of the head of the dragon. And and as soon as I had done that, that portal opened in my head. And I could see a hole in my forehead, you know. I mean, it was not physical, but energetically, I, I saw this hole right through my head. And I could barely function, you know, for about 10-15 days, I I had severe vertigo, I I left the painting, I somehow managed to, you know, go through that 10 days of, like, totally shaken up, and I said, this painting is not complete, I need to complete it, because there's something else that needs to be done, and, and, and that's what will help me, I guess, with what's going on with me. So I would look at the painting every day, but nothing was coming through. But about, say, about after 10, 15 days, I saw a dolphin on the side looking at me, you know, like a baby dolphin looking at me from the side of the, of the dragon. And I painted her. The minute I painted the dolphin, she came out, went through my head and started spinning around me. And she helped me anchor that portal and that's when I was told that we are the portals we underestimate ourselves we wait for portals you know like okay so and so date and so and so energetic time is when the portals open we are the portals we are the ones that connect to the other portals and uh, yeah that was like it took me about one month maybe two months to process all that And then I had a few other very intense um, dragons that came through. So one of them was a pharaoh dragon. And I've had like lucid dreams and and experiences where I know I've had uh, lifetimes in Egypt before. So when I made the pharaoh dragon, he, I had this like, I went through the painting And I was taken into Egypt and I was shown all of Egypt as it was in its original state. And this pharaoh dragon, she or he, well, they're androgynous as we know. So they change um, their frequency based on what we need. So at that time, it was a very masculine energy that came through the pharaoh dragon. And he takes me underwater to this cave and I can see the cave but the cave is like hidden with moss and it was just all covered up you couldn't see it so he said it's time for you to remove open this this cave now so I I put my hand up in in front of the thing and it was almost like taking off a sheet you know like with something like when you cover a car and you just take the sheet off i put my hand in front and i took the the veil of the cave and he he said now we walk into it so walk with me i walked into that cave it was all very very dark but the minute we walk into it it started you know i could see the walls and it's like the lights came on and in front of me there was a a throne which looked like a stone throne but He said, go and sit on it and take your place now. So I walked up to the throne. It was made of stone. But the minute I sat on it, it turned to gold. And everything lit up. So that's when I was given the information that it's time now for us. And this is all happening like 2020, 19, 20, 19, 20, 21. So I was given the information that now it's time for all of us to recognize our gifts, to stand in our power and to take our place. There is no hiding. There is no saying, oh, I'm small and I I cannot do this and I cannot do that. You're capable of it. So acknowledge who you are, accept who you are and take your place now for it is time for you to start doing the work. I mean, how long are you going to keep making excuses that I don't know, maybe, maybe not? So that was a memory from Atlantis. For when Atlantis sank, we had to like really leave the place. It was an emergency call. So what we did was we covered up our places. So it was a temple and I just had to cover it up and leave. But now there is no, nothing that that is whaled anymore. The whales are up. Everything is open now. Everything is there for us to use. And we have to show up. We have to acknowledge it. We have to get up and start doing our work. So that was that. And there was a few other ones. Um, I forget. It's I have not painted, not had those severe experiences. Well, one of the times I had an experience again soon after that was with Anubis. And um, so this is getting off from the dragons. I, I I woke up one of the days and in the morning and I see Anubis standing by my bed. So I thought I was dead. I said, oh, <laughs> I'm dead already. I thought I had work to do. <laughs> what happened here? So he just kept looking at me and I knew that I have to paint him. So I said, you know, it, it was like majestic. What a majestic being that was. I said, I'm not sure if I can do justice to painting you, but since you're there and something's happening here, let me just try. So I painted Anubis. And again, I had a similar experience. Again, something, uh, a trauma connected to um, Egypt. Um, So before Anubis came on, I had like a recurring throat infection which just wouldn't go. I tried all the medications, everything possible, I did my healing and I asked my friends to you know, help me clear it out, but nothing would really work. It would be like, okay, for a few days and again, it would come back. And before Anubis showed up, one of the days I was like, I was getting tired, physically tired of that constant pain in my throat and my tonsils and everything. And I said, somebody help me. I, I need to get this out. What's happening here? So that's when Anubis came and when I painted him, Again, I went through the painting and I was again in Egypt. I see myself. So in that lifetime, I was one of the high priestesses who had the resurrection codes. And I was called um, by this lady whose son had died. And it was a young boy. And I was summoned, summoned actually to go and bring that boy back to life. So I I was standing there and I was not given permission to bring him back to life. So I said, I'm sorry, I I cannot do that. I'm not allowed to bring him back to life. You know, it's like there's there's certain laws that we cannot interfere with. And and I'm sorry, I cannot do it. So the next scene I see is, I I said that and, and the scene changed to where I see myself buried in sand. My body was underground. My head was on top. And I see um, the walls with the writings, you know, like in Egypt, like the temple walls where they have the writings. And I I see those walls burning. And it was in my throat. So the walls that were burning, that writing was in my throat. And I could see my throat burning energetically burning but it was burning in front of me the the walls of the temple and somebody on the side said to me that you will remember this punishment for many lifetimes for not obeying orders so you think you can stand up to your truth well this is the punishment that you get for not obeying us and that was it I guess I I must have choked to death so a few days after that it took a few days I was depressed I was I I just went through a very very excruciating energetic you know like purging where after a few days my throat was back to normal and it's been good since then although when I talk of it sometimes I do get still get a bit of a in my throat but it's gone and um yeah so there's been quite a few paintings I did after that um, with the dragons um I don't remember now (laughs) maybe I should have kept them here with me but it was like all personal stuff where I was taken through it and then my healing was done and then it it's all it all sort of you know so coming back to the dragons, um, the first lot was done and it was all gone and people were happy with whatever they received. And I, I got back very, very, very hum- like humbling experiences from people. And then last year in April, again, they said, you have to make a reprint. So I was like, okay, now I don't question it anymore. I said, okay, fine, I'll make another print. So I went and got another hundred printed. And um, they said, again, the ceremony was done and the cards were activated. And they said, well, now the thing is that the ones who had to connect with us have connected. And the ones who are going to wake up now to the, to the dragon energy They are the ones who will call out to you. They are the ones who will reach out to you. And they are the ones who will be guided to buy the cards. So don't, you know, sit there. And there are times when I'm thinking, oh, oh, I have so many cards. And are they even going to go now? (laughs) What's happening? So they said they'll go. They'll go. But I guess they have their own agenda. So they know what what they're doing. They know what they've made me do. So, yeah. So now now, uh, a few are sold. And the rest are sitting. I, I I I completely trust that whoever needs to connect with them will will receive them. This this was the card with the dragon in the in the Andara crystal. I can send you the the original crystal as well, and and you'll know what it is. So the Andara crystals, again, uh, when I was meditating with my Andara crystals, they. They allowed me to see uh, where they exist and they, they so this is our planet and the Andara planet is right next to in, in the higher dimension and must be in the fifth no seventh they say so they're in the seventh dimension and above and they are elemental beings they don't have forms but and they sound like you know, like birds chirping, like so they are the Andara crystals are also part of the ascension process, like the dragons are now. They are an important part of the ascension process for the planet as well as for us. They hold the high frequency, fifth, sixth, and above dimension density codes, and they connect with star seeds and people who who need to be working with those codes specifically. So not everyone is meant to be working with dragons. Not everyone is meant to be working with the Andaras like how, you know, everything else. So specific people will be guided again to work with the Andara crystals, to use those codes, to anchor the codes in the planet and and do their work. So, yeah. Um, Do you have a question?
0: I suppose for me, the question is if anyone's called to have one of those decks, how, how do they get hold of them? I, I certainly want a deck now. <laughs> I, yes. I remember seeing them a while ago and now I'm like, oh, I must, I must get one.
1: <laughs> yes, sure, sure. Anything for you. So um, I don't have a website. Again, I'm one of those ones who's been like shy and sitting in my, <laughs> in my closet saying, oh, oh, the world is too much for me to handle. But yeah, I, I am on Facebook. Uh, as Gayatri Singh, and um, they gave me the name Cosmic Weaver, so that's why I use Cosmic Weaver. And triple seven is because my destiny number is seven, my soul path number is seven, and all 7 So, Cosmic Weaver triple seven on Instagram, and uh, Gayatri Singh on Facebook. And I guess if they cannot find me, then any they can look me up through you and your friend list, if that's okay with you. So.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful yeah. obviously what we'll do is we'll put this video into the uh, the portal and we'll put all your links in so i'll, I'll get all those off of you so mm-hmm. oh, oh, is there is there a last message that you would like to share to all the beautiful people watching
1: i can take a card let's take oh. a card and yeah, let's, let's see that. what so oh let me show you the first one which looked like a bird do we have time you have time okay So this one I call boundaries, and the message here. Okay, so this is the one that needs to come through. I'm sorry, I thought I would shuffle the cards and bring the card out. Um, okay, so this is the card, and this is the message we need today, and 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 for everyone listening, um, boundaries. Boundaries are important. We have to know how much to give where to give and where to hold back it's important to have healthy boundaries in our personal relationships in our workspace in everything that we do so always remember that we we have to know our own worth we have to know our own value and we being humans we sometimes tend to overgive we tend to overdo we tend to you know go out of our way to do things and and nothing wrong with that but we forget that sometimes we cross the line and we get you know like we give sometimes where it's not needed we give sometimes we give more than what the person needs or sometimes we are like we just want to maybe you know our ego comes in between and we we want to so you have to know when you're giving something, when when you're sharing your gifts, when you're giving off your energy, when you are uh, sharing your spiritual gifts, even when you're healing people, even though we take an exchange, but you have to not overgive, you have to not overdo anything, because it is, it is in your hands, your value is in your hands. So the minute you start overgiving, remember that you are undervaluing yourself. And there is the ego that comes in that maybe you need the validation so you need to check yourself and that's where the dragons come in you know like they are very clear they're very precise and it's like no nonsense so you cannot be like molly coddling anyone with the dragon energy it's it's straight it's it's forward I have been told at times um you know like you come across as very rude or you come across as very very straightforward and it's it's harsh on us but you know, it's like it's not me. It's it's the energy. That's what the energy demands of you. You know, why sugarcoat anything? Why? You know, I've been told. You know, sometimes maybe you know, it's like, oh, you you you've 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 got too much of yourself, and it's it's not that. It's um, I realize that when even when I'm working with the energies, it's so strong that you have to know when to hold it the dragon energy, as well as everything else. So know where to draw the line, keep healthy boundaries, um, keep a check on yourself all the time. So are you operating out of, you know, survival mode? Are you operating out of your ego? Are you operating, uh, you know, maybe just for validation, even the biggest healers, even even the the most, you know, most, uh, what what would you say, like people who have like, a lot of experience for many years in healing work even they tend to sometimes you know do a little more or, or go or deviate from from where they are so this card right now is is specifically saying keep a check on your energy keep a check on yourself every time you do something step back and make sure you're clear on what it is that you're going to give what it is that the person is going to receive. If they are ready to receive it, only then give. Otherwise, you have to say no. Do not hesitate in saying no, because it is important. You don't interfere with the other person's journey. You don't interfere with the other person's lessons. So that's the message that's come through. And now when you see the book, none of it, what I've said right now is on there. Because that's not what the cards are about. It's just a general description of of the energy that I, I just put in a little bit there. But reading these cards, working with these cards, it's all using your gifts, using your intuition, you trusting yourself and just delivering the message as it needs to be said. Do not go by okay, I guess you have to tone it down a little because the dragon energy is like really strong, but that's all you do. Other than that, make it very precise, make it very clear. And there's no, you know, dilly-dallying with the dragon energy. So when you are ready to work with the dragons, ready to change your life forever, you will never be the same ever again. And if you're ready to do that, you will be taken to the highest highest experiences beyond your imagination. So I'll conclude with that. And thank you for receiving the message. And thank you for receiving the message, all those who will watch this pre-recorded later. Thank you.